fucking, what are you doing? What, what is that? Uh, it's a applause? Yeah. Oh my God, already. <laughs> Ruined my vibe. Anyway, it is uh, Dave Sturgio, it is Tommy D, and this is The Fight Factory right here on the Premier Streaming YouTube channel and, of course, the Premier Streaming Network's podcast network. Um, hope everybody's doing good out there. Hope everybody's enjoying their week. Uh, we are recording a day early, so we do not have Dynamite um, results, but we'll get into all the stuff leading up to Dynamite, plus all the Crown Jewel stuff and Raw and everything in a brand new segment this week that I had Tommy actually do some research, you know, to contribute to this show, um, which he doesn't yet. Uh, he finally learned how to screen record. Uh, hey, that was good. Terribly, man. too, by the way. Oh, come on. Yeah, you, listen, first of all, you got to turn your phone sideways and shove it up your kid. No, um, <laughs> you have to turn your phone sideways and record it that way. It you'll was. Be, you'll get better quality that way. Because you could tell when you when you record, I'm not going to get into this. Anyway, we are being brought to you, empowered by. <laughs> I, listen, folks, I tried. You know, absolute eyewear. Getting involved, Woodbridge. Go see Craig and Janine over there. Those guys have been supporting Chop Sports and everything that we've done since day one. They're the OGs. So thank you mm -hmm. so much to Craig and Janine. And of course, Dudes Gourmet. Uh, put Fight Factory at checkout, and you'll get yourself twenty percent off at oh, checkout. Brother, so speaking speaking of my. Here me. we go. What. Last night. He rubbed it on his chest. <laughs> Listen. He had sinus infection. It's, it's great hair removal, folks. Right um, right. <laughs> so we, last night, Tara, she didn't really feel like cooking because she had a few trials that she had to go do, and I didn't feel like cooking. So we, we ordered from the Italian place right by us, right? Mm -hmm. So I got. Good call. Always good on Italian food. Go ahead. I got a linguine with garlic and oil. Now, they forgot to put the hot pepper flakes in. Those bastards. What is so, wrong with them? Anyway. So? So you put that shit all over it. The Barn Burner, Tommy's it's Barn Burner, so good, available uh, through Tommy, I guess. You can contact him. He's got 55 gallons oh, of this gone. shit. they're gone. They're um, gone. You've sold them all? No. Oh, good. So you made no money for the business. Now, listen, I, because <laughs> when he starts selling them, they, people want more. Like, one of the guys I gave it to. More. One of the guys I gave it to, it's done. How do you? How? He's put how? it. He's put it there's on so, everything. There's, there's, yeah, I guess you are. But anyway. As you'll also notice, we fired Chris Payne. Uh, <laughs> he's not with us this week. He's patrolling those streets over in a good old the beautiful patrolman. sunshine of NYC as an everyday NYPD corp. Uh, Chris Payne. Um, it's very Boston. -ish. Our thoughts. Our thoughts are with you. What? It's very Bostonish when you do cop. Cop. It's very Bostonish. I don't know. I try to like. I mix. Sometimes I mix the cop. With, I mean, uh, the New York with the, the with the Boston with the Italy and Italian. I don't know. It's it's a little bit of a smorgasbord. Uh, but anyway, Chris isn't here, so that's why the show looks so much better. Yeah, it uh, does. we don't have to worry about Chris's uh, camera and his shelf and all this other. You could see that we've kind of dolled up across the way. You could probably it really see that. is nice. We like do have uh, some uplighting now, so we're trying to improve Chop Studios, which is where you can find this show being recorded, and you can also find the Wrestling Hour. Go check out myself and Josh Chernoff if you're seeing this. It already debuted. Oh, yeah, and Tommy D's in it, too. Uh, we gave him another, like, I'm always looking for opportunity. And yeah. then opportunity has seen itself. Um, so, yeah, so and check Gabby. out that. And Gabby, Gabby AF Gabby. is also recorded out of Chop Studios. So all of a sudden, half of Premiere's, you know, whole network of television and, and programs are being recorded right here at Chop Studios. So that's the way it ought to be. Uh, you know what I actually watched today? It's a new today? Titan Tower. It is. Um, now I just need like a big flag outside of just saying chop and just, you know, whatever. Say or, no more, fam. Or premiere. Um, you know what I watched today because I cut up a reel for them for Instagram was I never actually give the time of day 
no offense to them. I'm just not into it. I know Payne would because he loves it, but like mm -hmm. the major wrestling figure podcast with uh, Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, and Smart Mark Sterling. I finally watched their show because I cut up a reel for them. They're him. funny. They're, first of all, they're, I, I've always known that part, but I just can't believe the market for wrestling figures. I, I just don't like, I know their downloads and I know they're like how many people watch them and subscribe to them. And all this. I'm you like, gotta get Pippi Longstocking in on that. Man, did I break buds? Who's Pippi Longstocking? Chris. How do you compare Chris to Pippi Longstocking? She's got freckles and shit and red hair. I have never seen a freckle on his face. You ain't looking hard enough, Pippi bro. Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, maybe the break buzz can get involved in that. Uh, but, yeah, so they're a funny show. They're also available right here on Premiere. There's so much stuff on Premiere Streaming Network. You can definitely get involved uh, for the very, very cheap price. Or you can go and get yourself subscribed to the premier youtube channel where you can see now us for free you can see a whole bunch of people uh doing their thing for free and, and i'm very million excited. dollar man the million dollar man rvd um their podcasts are starting to kind of migrate over there gabby af who had rick mm -hmm. flair which was a phenomenal interview um to see rick flair and i have to i have just bear with me for a second only because and i know gabby will say hey, you didn't have to do this you didn't have to say this because i do text with gabby and shay and tony her producer uh from you know across the way he actually works for espn a really cool guy nice. um so they put out videos of rick flair and her and the comments you Dude. would think these neanderthals were raised by wolves listen i am well aware that gabby is an attractive young girl right well aware i'm not blind nor is the rest of the masses <laughs> i have not once in my adult life not even in my teenage life whenever social media became prevalent to me which was i think it was like i was 20 when it really like got going 19 20 there was my space fine but like i've never commented on a on a, on a attractive woman's picture video anything i think maybe i have once or twice but not like but never to the extent scummy. of like Yo, I know Rick's not looking at her. I'm like, yo, dude, just <laughs> come on, man. Like, I, I just, again. With as many woo-choos as he probably had, he wasn't looking at much. Well, listen, he's got a million things. The woo-choos, he's got the energy drink now, which is the official energy drink of <laughs> AEW. Um, he's got a bunch of shit going on. But, like, I just, I don't know, man. It drove me absolutely bonkers to see the comments because now i'm like linked you with know because you don't because you never pay attention like if you look at a lot of the comments like lady frost when she puts a picture of herself on there there's some thirsty thirsty guys they don't read that and think oh that's nice they look at you and think you are a basement dwelling scumbag who's and, and never talked because, to a woman before you know it's funny like instagram the algorithms and shit they usually like suggest to follow yeah. And if I click on an attractive girl's account and she has like 125,000 followers, guess what? I'm not following. No. Because she don't need me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's she's good. Well, here's, here's just, the other funny I, I don't know, man. It's with, just it with Elon Musk mind. taking over X. Are you getting Twitter. an influx of, of these weird follows that they're not real Oh, people? there's a million bots out there, it's, dude. It's hysterical. And I'm just like, and it, again, why? And, that, and that goes back to most of the time, it's these goobers that are just hanging in their basements. It takes a real, real <laughs> psycho loser to pretend you're somebody else. Yeah. That's a mental disability, and I'm not one to speak on or negatively about anybody's mental health. 
because I'm a big advocate for it. But <laughs> there's a time and a place, and there's also you're a psycho nut. Yeah. <laughs> like so. That's how we'll start off today's show by saying stop being creeps. Yeah. Watch the damn shit. Enjoy it because it's the fucking goat, Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. Which I love, Ric Flair. She called him the goat. I just call him the goat. WWE has been calling John Cena the goat in his intros. It's it's hard not to. Even Ric Flair has said it. Yeah. That he's wanted him. Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair puts these guys over him all the time, and he did it when when he had his own podcast and everything like that. Yeah, I just I, he even do put, you do you in your mind have a crystal cut goat? No, there's just like with MMA. Well, I know we've done Mount Rushmores yeah, and it, shit like that, but like, and even that, like just like with MMA, this isn't basketball and football where there are there are guys that you can say that. When it comes to pro wrestling, nah, it's I'm too hard. Not, you could say that about basketball. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't, well, first of all, you can't neglect Jordan as a GOAT. You can't neglect LeBron. Le, you can't neglect Larry Bird as a GOAT. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> this can be on and on and on. But, like, I, I always with wondered. Wrestling, with wrestling, and it's a MMA, humbling it's thing. too hard. It's a humbling thing, right? Because I spoke to somebody who's actually friends with Emmett Smith the other day. Fuck Emmett Smith. I'm not going to drop any names. Fuck Emmett Smith. Besides Emmett Smith. And relax on that. I've, I've met the man here in New Jersey Fuck Emmett Smith. So that's, I was just going to say, the guy I was talking to says that, and I've never met Emmett, but Emmett refers to himself as the GOAT. And I'm just like, well, you know, stats don't lie. You know what I mean? And, that, and maybe that's why you could say that about Cena. 16-time champion, stats don't lie, right? Yeah. But I, I always look at championship reigns and, and title, um, like, uh, the, the the quantity of them, like mm -hmm. how many times you've won the championship. That means you've also lost 15 times. Well, Ric Flair so, like, well, Ric Flair has always said this about himself. He goes, I've lost 5,480 times, <laughs> but I've won 16 times. Right. So it's like, I, and I'm not a Bret Hart guy or a Shawn Michaels guy, but you can't tell me how many times. You're not I've a Shawn won. Michaels guy? I, I meant like, <laughs> I meant not in the sense of saying like, I think Shawn's the GOAT, but I also think he had like three or four championship runs and that's it. See, it's, it's hard for me. You, you know, like, look at it like that too, but for John... He's a guy who stood the first name the basis time. now. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, we well, yeah. He's, he's actually sitting right next to us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just can't see him. He's, he's the guy who stood the test of time for for a while now, mm -hmm. right? Um, every time he comes back, it's huge. Just like the Rock, the Rock is up there as one of the goats. See, if I had to put my finger on the pulse of a guy, ooh, here we go again, that, folks. No, what I'm saying is, like, I'm taking championships out of it because mm -hmm. again, it's. It's, it's stories, you know, it's fixed, and, and we already know who's going to win and lose, or we don't until it happens, but the writers do, right? So the writers are actually, dict if mm -hmm. you put stats in it, you're putting the writers as the dictators of who the GOAT is, right? Because it's like, oh, man, well, you know, Freddie Prince Jr., when he was a writer for WWE, if he put the Intercontinental title on Jericho 18 times, you're like, well, who's the GOAT? Chris Jericho or Freddie Prince Jr. for putting it on him 18 times? So right. I always take belts out of it. Championships, sorry. Um, but if I had to, like, look... At a guy that created wrestling, that that signified wrestling, that is a household name from Jump Street all the way to now. Meaning, started his career wherever he was, either either organization, WCW, WWE. Didn't matter where he started, because as soon as he started, 
he was a national icon and it never went away. The Rocket took some building. Stone yep. Cold, it took some building. They didn't have to really build Hulk Hogan. He was, Hulkamania ran wild. Andre. But Andre was short-lived. Hulk Hogan stood the test of time for a Bruno long time. San Martino. That's a different generation. And I just think that, I think Hulk Hogan, if you ask anybody on the street. And Flair's even put Hogan up there in that conversation, But that's what I'm too. saying. Like, And I understand people have, feel a certain way about Hogan sometimes because you could shoot Look, off at the man. mouth. But when it, at the end of the day, there's, there's categories, I think, to this shit. You know? Most successful in the business of wrestling? Hogan. Most successful in all of entertainment? The Rock. Yeah. Right? And then, then you have, like, most... The greatest in-ring performer to me is Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Is and, Shawn, and right? Rick said that a million but like, times. But like, that's why there's categories to this shit. But like, all-encompassing, you can go to Joe Schmo on the street and say, "Who's Hulk Hogan?" And they're like, "He's a fucking wrestler." Yeah, well, I mean, everybody knows John Cena too. But you talk about you, it. Yeah, I'm well aware he's you know super popular. You know saying. what? Yeah, but you know why a lot of, especially like with G, my son, he never saw John Cena before. Mm-hmm. But he knew Nobody the can. he knew yeah. <laughs> he knew the name itself. because they'll always use the the entrance music like for videos on YouTube. Sure. So that's how he knew that. So if you hear the name John Cena, you know who it is. Yes, you're right. And, Hulk Hogan. Same thing goes with Real American. You know that, that's been used a million times over. And outside it didn't of Hogan. even start with Hogan. You're right. It, it didn't even start with Hogan. Who, really? Somebody Rick Derringer? What's it his was name? A, no, it was a, it was used. For, I forget who the tag team was. I I don't. No know. way. Somebody used Hogan's. First of all, it was before Hogan. Oh, I was going to say because I think uh, I think the the Stooges used it yeah. for a little while. It was, they, no, it was it was before Hogan. Was it Briscoe and Patterson. <laughs> they used the whole Real American when when they were on the outs when Hogan yeah, it, was no, on the it outs. It was it was before Hogan. Wow, but, um, that's funny. No, John Cena is definitely up there. Um, and you, you talk about he's creeping up on the Rock with all of entertainment with with all the movies that he's been doing now and. Mm. You know, he had to get permission from the SAG to come back to WWE right now. And honestly, I think they need him. He's been doing great things with them right now. He gave NXT a great push, which we're going to talk about that later on mm. in the show. Um, it, it was a, a decent match at Crown Jewel, which we're going to be talking about. And it's nice to see Cena there coming towards the end of his career. He's giving us what The Rock didn't give us, if you want to think about it. Hmm. We shall think about it. So let's start with Crown Jewel. It happened on Saturday afternoon, which again... I watched it in the afternoon. I um, couldn't. I I'm had, glad uh, I did. Engagements. And you can kind of explain to me, because I, I saw very, very little. I saw results. I saw little clips on Twitter. I saw shit like that. You could fill in the if, blanks if, for if me. If I'm going to be down the middle in... Not, okay, so bashing. I bash AEW enough. Right now, I'm going to come at WWE. Right. It was a very lackluster pay-per-view with you know a couple good matches but for a premium live event that the saudis are paying you a shit ton of money for mm. they went very safe with a lot of the finishes especially in the main event um well let's go over it yeah sammy zane defeats jd mcnugent um shay's note said Mc, uh, mcdonald took a nasty bump yes uh said he didn't rotate all the way and hit the ropes awkwardly was it like bad bad i didn't scary it. yeah really scary he said. yeah okay um, so Sami Zayn gets the win over there. Seth Rollins 
Now, here's where we were all match. wrong. Great we were all match. wrong. We all said, this is it. It's Drew's time. McIntyre, heel McIntyre's about to flip this thing on oh, its, its head. Really, it's really coming now after oh, this match. Oh, it absolutely is. Um, well, no, because there was a, a cut scene at the end of the match where Drew's sitting in the back, and he's got his hand on his head. And Rhea comes by. And Rhea's standing right next to him, and he, and he looks up over at her. So that turn is definitely coming. So you think he's Judgment Day bound? I think so. Interesting. But the match itself was outstanding. It really looked. Seth Rollins does not have bad matches. Sami Zayn was, was also involved in this match at the end. After the match, we saw a priest come out, try to cash in. Sami Zayn comes back into the fold uh, yep. and distracts him and can't get it done. So that, that was big. Now, I want us to discuss this because I know you weren't watching, but you did tweet this as I was up in my attic getting all the Christmas stuff down because it's Christmas It's Christmas approaching in the Dijon household. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is Dijon? Me. I thought it was Tommy D. I thought everybody's last name. Ah, shit. I just stooged <laughs> myself out. I just thought, I thought like everybody's last name was just D. But anyway, yeah. uh, what, what happened? Your text message Which about one? That uh, a lot. Sammy stealing the money in the bank. Yep. Come See, on. I, I'm... So now we can have the discussion. Yes. So I made it public that I don't like those types of gimmicks when somebody steals something. A la AEW with the Triple B being mm -hmm. taken by um, and Nyla Jay, Rose Jay White. stealing Jade's belt. They, so they've done that a couple times. Okay, so I hate that. I'm just like, oh, it's so weird. And now, like, MJF has to go, like, win to get his own belt back. Right. It's just so, weird. And, so, I, and I get that point. So I said, I was like, man, I've, I've brutalized that. And then the WWE goes out, has Sami Zayn take the briefcase and run away. But see, here's the, and, and I understand, I knew you were going to say that that day. As soon as I saw it happen, I go, I'm just waiting. And there it was. Um, On cue. So with the, the belts, yes, mm -hmm. you're right. That is very stupid because Jay White stole it. So you have to beat me in order to get it back. That's called a title defense. So if you beat MJF, the belt that you've stolen, you get to keep. With the money in the bank contract. There is no other contract that they can draw up for it because it is that one contract that's inside that briefcase. So Sami Zayn stealing it from him, he couldn't just go out to a world championship match without that to cash in. He can't cash in. Nope. So what the? F so, so he he can't just. So show he's just up. preventing Priest from cashing in, really. And, and that goes with what Sami Zayn's promo was on SmackDown the night before, which was taped. I know everybody knows that it was taped. It was taped. Okay. Where he said. I'm not going to give the Judgment Day the power by having another belt. Interesting. So it's it's going into a storyline like, I like and, it. and I get your frustration, but it's, I mean, look, I don't well, no, they care. reiterated that on the program of Damian Priest can't just show up and cash in because he doesn't have the contract. I like that. Then in that regard, makes sense. Uh, Rhea Ripley defeats everybody. Okay, so there was uh, Jax, good, was Raquel match. Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark for the Women's World Championship. The following that on Raw, I believe they did a battle royal for mm -hmm. the number one contender. We'll get into that. Um, so my question now is, on the next match, Solo, Cena. I mean... That was a I, brutal ending, dude. I didn't see the end. So what, tell, explain to the, to the peeps out there Well, I mean, the there was... A lot of false finishes. John probably wrestled his, like the best that he has since he's come back. It was a really good match. Fuck, Solo brutalized him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Cena probably told him. Oh, lay yeah, absolutely. No, lay no. it all in. Not even just lay it in. He hit him with like 85 thumbs to the neck. <laughs> and the last 
flurry, he had John, I guess, like sitting on his butt, and he had his head in his arms, and he just kept hitting him right in the neck with it, and then that's how he got the pin. And John kind of laid there. Now, here is my problem. I would have. I'm just going to cut you off real quick. Sure. I would have referee stoppaged it instead of making him pin him. Yeah. Like, to the point where he's going ham on him, and the referee's like, yo, ring the bell. He's out. Like, you know what would have killed that, though? Because their, their WWE's production team lacks sometimes, too. You could see John calling the cues. You see his mouth. He's talking to Solo, calling mm. the cues. Wow. But, I mean, that's what you get when you want to have these HD 4K cameras and stuff. Right up in your foch. But he, you know, he stayed down, solo left, and when he got up, like, you know, the the crowd was going nuts for him and chanting his name. So you could see that it's coming towards the end. And I got really mad at the end of the night because what we called. (laughs) Did not happen. (laughs) No. Um, So (laughs) Miss TV was with Ibrahim Al-Hajjaj? Is that like the mayor or some shit? No, he's a... He's a comedian out there from there, but he's also been on American TV. Oh, uh, cool. That was a he had a pretty good spot with Did that. He? All yeah, right. and the Miz always delivers with everything he does. Uh, does. Uh, so the big shock, not to us because we all called it. Logan Paul wins himself his first it was WWE great, Championship, the United great States Championship match. match. I mean, now I just saw something on Twitter or Instagram. WWE put it out of like what happened immediately after. And, like, uh, Logan Paul's like, you're a legend, Ray. You're a legend. But then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, I won clean. I won clean. And Ray's like, you know what you did. Yep. It's like, so what do you do? Because <laughs> I didn't see the uh, end. So I saw one, the end. One, of, one of Logan Paul's cronies came with the brass knucks. Saw the mat. I, yep. I, then I saw it. Okay. Then I did see that. So, so, But it looked like they weren't going to be used because they got thrown out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But then uh, Ray Who's was Who's his crony? Through. Like the, one of the boxer other, guy? No, the other guy? one of the, the one guy of his dressed other up friends. as the prime bottle. <laughs> Probably. All right. <laughs> uh, he was going for the six one nine. That's when he ran, grabbed it, threw it to him, and that's when he stepped back and then cracked. He launched him. him. Yeah, I saw that. It part. was it was a really good match. And again, Logan Paul doesn't have bad matches since he's been there. Rey Mysterio. If you're going to work with anybody, that's the guy you want to work with, obviously, because he's going to take care of you and make and, you look the best. And that championship has not been. I don't want to call it relevant, but like this puts a, this puts a little this been puts a little heat on it i think yeah. I, I think it really does you need a heel champion um over there because you really can't because i mean roman reigns yeah but it's like people and i didn't like think him. it worked with theory yeah you're right it didn't work with theory because there was a heel united states champion for a long time it and will I just, work it, with i just hope this gets i love logan, logan paul i think, I think what he's gonna whole, do yeah but great. i think i hope this gets logan paul to wrestle more i want to see him to. more out there and yeah, you know my to. feeling on the paul brothers yeah right nobody really likes him uh eo sky defeats bianca belair for the women's championship kari saying return to attack yeah. bianca to help eo win yep uh, so she's not hurt anymore Nope. Uh, love her, I, I mean, way. it was a good return. The match was really good. It was great to see Bianca back in there. Says Bailey didn't know what was going on, so this will probably lead to a damage control breakup, is oh, what producer Shea I, says. We've been calling for yeah, that I mean, for the past This is year. the worst three-person faction of all time. You know what? Really... It's, start, it's starting to grow on me in the fact that, you know what? They haven't gone away, so it's got to be working at some point. I guess. I don't know. Um... Cody Rhodes defeats Damian Priest. Was it any good? Or? It was a good match. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a good match. What's the poster for Survivor Series? We'll get into that in a second. But like, have you seen it? I think it's great. I think it looks like Stardust. <laughs> Do you think he shit his pants when he asked him to paint his face for a, for, yeah, right. for a promo? Triple H is like, hey, we have to do a photo shoot. If you could just paint your face. And Cody's like, the fuck did you just say? And I'm like, not again, buddy. Uh, Roman Reigns is still your reigning, defending, universal champion. I mean, as he takes okay. out L.A. Knight. Um, so look, I didn't think it was this time yet. 
Payne thought, no. Who, did anybody actually pick LA Knight to win it? No, right? We, it was a clean sweep, Roman? Because uh, he thinks there's something going on in Survivor Series, I know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But now I don't think that's even a thing. But, like, the, the ending went so safe. What do you mean by that? Like, there was interference, but there really wasn't because LA Knight was fine. Like, he, he dropped, I think it was Jimmy, like, he dropped, it was fine. And then it almost looked like it was like a clean pin, mm. spear, and then that's it. Mm. He didn't even hit him with the uh, with the Superman punch. He hit blunt force trauma or no? He hit him with the spear. Uh, yeah, I I'm think, talking about the LA Knight uh, hit the finish he, at all. He might have. Okay. So yeah, that he was might've. crown jewel in a nutshell. I mean, not, it was an okay match. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Nothing too out of uh, out of the. No. Again, it, again, these guys, the Saudis, are gonna pay top dollar for these guys to come over there. Um, and, and just deliver a show. I, just now, they don't really, been... I don't even think the WWE, they, they, at this point, I feel like the WWE can absolutely mail it in if they want to. The, Saudi, they're going to yeah, give them the money. Year, last year's was better than it this was, year's. It was, absolutely I, I can was. tell you that right now. Last yeah, year's no. was better than this year's. Wasn't, um, it, wasn't it Paul and Roman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that match was fucking incredible. And this was a, this was a, a, a good match. Like, I'm not saying the match was bad. It just felt too safe. A lot of it, a lot of that program just felt too safe. Got you. Um, so Monday Night Roar, Roar. Sammy told Seth that Sammy. if the Judgment Day holds the World Heavyweight Championship, they'll become the Bloodline 2.0. So he's trying to avoid that. But I believe in that promo, Sammy was granted a World Championship match. Correct. Yep. Okay. So we'll get which to that every, in a minute. Which, uh, oh, how come? How come nobody's saying that that's wrong, but everybody was saying that. MJF versus Kenny with no build was wrong. I'm, I'm going to give you the difference. MJF was surpassing Kenny's title reign, who is the longest title reign in that company's history. Five, six-year history. So yeah. you do want to build with that. This is just Seth Rollins because he calls himself the fighting champion. He's defending his belt constantly. I like it. Finn Bala and Damian Priest defeat the New Day. That was a tag team championship match. That was announced earlier in the day, so that happened. Um, that happened. Shinsei Nakamura defeats Tozawa after mm -hmm. the match. Otis got in the ring and ch kind of challenged Nakamura to a match. Kind of challenged. That's what that it wasn't is. a full challenge. That's what Shay uh, Shay said there. Uh, the Touché. Miz defeats Ivar Ricochet Bronson Reed mm -hmm. to face Gunther for the next. So it's Miz and Gunther, mm -hmm. just like we said last week, dude. That match, I love it. I'm actually gonna that match that was back. insane. Um, I've never seen Miz hit a tornado DDT before. I have. <laughs> on a three, not on a 300-pound fucking Viking. Not on him, no. And then uh, <laughs> I sent you that that clip of Bronson Reed flipping. Oh, uh, man. Stay tuned to the, um, ready for this, to the social medias over there on the old uh, Premier Streaming Network on Thursday. This Thursday, which, by the way, you're watching this, it's Thursday, so it probably already dropped. Today. The throwback that I created was Bronson Reed versus Jacob Fatu from House of Glory. Holy mass. There's <laughs> a lot of mass in that match. Meaty um, men slapping meat. No, just kicking the shit out of each other. Um, so the match was supposed to end in a double pin. Miz pinned Reed and Ivar pinned Ricochet, but Ricochet might have suffered a concussion from reports uh, during the match, unexpectedly kicked out of the pin. Yeah, it was. I think it was that spot that I sent you. Yes, so that's a thing. We we've seen it in pro wrestling where sometimes guys are just cuckoo. Just, Undertaker still can't remember that match against Lesnar, which Lesnar's. is so scary. It, look, I'm, I'm a testament to it because I, I've experienced it in my final match or my final match before I made the comeback. Um, I got knocked silly. 
I, I remember waking up and then just I'm like, all right, I'll get up and feed for the line. He's like, you hit it already. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. So I, I, I am well aware that that can happen. So just, you know. Prayers See, I've always to, been. I've always been fortunate, Ricochet, because he's I, a fucking thrill yeah, seeker. Anyway. I've always been fortunate with the concussion, even the subdural hematoma that I had. I, I've never lost time. I always remembered what happened before yeah. and, and what happened after. I'm like five or six deep, dude. It's, I'm a lot more than that. <laughs> well, you're a, used to train MMA, so uh, I remember I got my within the first three months of wrestling training. I remember just getting dropped and like cracking a rib and hit, and busting my head like immediately as soon as we started hitting the mats i was like oh man this is uh, this ain't for me <laughs> so i was scared yeah, Mick foley and terry funk had a full like 40 year career yeah with like 87 registered concussions the creed brothers are back and they defeated diy uh mm-hmm. because imperium came out and distracted gargano um okay fine i still <laughs> like the creed brothers i think they got a nice little future Dude, i they're great man I like uh, you know i i like them a lot in nxt i think they're gonna do great things because we talk about that WWE needs more tag teams. I'm aware. Yeah. On the on the main event roster. We have ourselves a new number one contender for the women's championship, and that is Zoe Stark, as mm-hmm. she wins the Battle Royal to face ba- uh, Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series. Before the match, um, let's see, Z Lee attacked Becky. Pierce said that she's no longer in the match because of the attack. Becky wasn't cleared to wrestle in the match either. So anyway, Zoe Stark is your winner. So Zoe Stark. Uh, versus I know Rhea Payne, Ripley. I know Payne's not that high on her yet. Who, Zoe? I, yeah, I think she's, she's I think she's got something. Good. I think she's got something, Definitely for sure. Definitely she's got something. 100%. Seth Rollins in a championship match defeats Sami Zayn for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, after the match, Judgment Day attacked both of them. Jay and Cody came out to help him. Pierce. Adam Pierce. He lost his shit. Adam Pierce lost his fucking mind. He channeled his inner... Uh, and it was great. He channeled his inner... Regal. Regal, yeah. yeah. And it looks like we're going to get... Wall games. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Survivor Series, and that's Balor, Priest, Dom, and JD McNugent to take on Cody, Sammy, Jay, and Seth freaking Rollins. And so therefore, one, and one person to be named later because it's got to be five on five. Balor, Priest, Dom, and JD. So they need a fight. They need a fifth. Yep. That's gonna be. We don't know. That's gonna be fucking. I just fucking said it. McIntyre. Uh, he would be no no. Uh, Judgment Day already has a fifth. Baylor, Priest, Dom, and JD. That's four. I thought they had a fifth. I don't know. I'm seeing what she wrote. That's four. Wait, and it looks like I... there's only four on the Cody side, too. Cody, Sammy, Jay, and Seth. I thought they were saying that there was going to be five on five. Wall games. I don't know. I don't know what's... <laughs> I, I, now I, I, I got to look. Go ahead. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep, anyway, keep well, that's talking. it. That's the end of Raw. Another um, schmoz. <laughs> that's what we'll call him again. Schmoz at the end of Raw. Looks like we're getting wall games uh, at Survivor Series, which is great. The poster is cool. Um, I love the poster. I, li- I like the the whole camouflage. I think it's great it. because it's just every every action movie ever in the eighties. There was always some hero coming out of the water dressed in camouflage, whether it be Rambo or uh, fucking uh, Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris, or whether it be Chuck Arnold coming out doing predator shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, there's always somebody coming out of the water, and now it's Cody. Um, hey, and if you look into right. his eyes, what do you see? Just kidding. That that ship is definitely sailing. I, dude, I don't know, man. I, listen, I told you guys from the jump. I said it. I said way to com- completely deflect and say there's no interest and all this other shit. And people are oh, I guess there's no interest, right? And it's like 
Come on, man. Like, if they're going to do something like that in Survivor Series, do you think there's going to be a soul on the planet? Did you know Edge was going to come back in the Royal Rumble? No. Did you know that the Hardys were going to return at WrestleMania? No. What about the Dudleys? The Dudleys at uh, Royal Rumble? No. This could be another example of them being so but People are going so deep into this right I now. I don't want to hear the deep like shit. They're, they're looking so at the, oh, well, they, they have CM Punk under the iconic part of their, their website now. And I'm like, Do they? Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think that it's a very yeah, good you're possibility. You're right. So I, re I was reading that they were, they were supposed to be five on five. I didn't see that it was supposed to be four on four. So maybe it is going to be Drew McIntyre and a person to be named later. I, I don't Knight, know. John Cena. Could be everybody. Could or be the turn of the century at Survivor Series. We're waiting for yeah, somebody there. I don't know. It's, we'll, we'll get there. Viewing party right here at Chop Studios. Hit us up. I I'm can't just believe kidding. it's only like two weeks away. I know, man. Survivor Series comes quick. All right. Skirt, skirt. Let's go over to AEW where Swerve <laughs> Strickland defeats AR Fox uh, on Collision. Like I said, we don't have the results of Dynamite because we're recording a day early, so we don't have it. Uh, the Kingdom defeats two jobbers. Good. Uh, Darby, Lance Archer, fine. Jake Roberts came out and announced he's also managing the Righteous. Mm-hmm. Just looking for stuff for him to do, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's, I love Jake Roberts. Well, because he, I mean, he he touts them on every one of his tweets on his show. Listen, I love seeing Jake Roberts in the business doing good things. Do I? I would like to see him in WWE because I think he could help some of these guys on promos, a la Logan Paul. I got I got chills when I got to see Jake Roberts hit a DDT on the lifeguard, Mike Dell <laughs> and PWS. That was. I was right there. I was like, this is so I cool. would just get chills just to hear him cut a promo because he, he <gasps> is one just of the a raspy top ass voice. I loved him. Every time I met him, I was there. He was there in Chicago as well. It was awesome. He's a he's a very just legendary guy. Normal man has five senses. Snake <sighs> has six. The acclaimed had their 69 day celebration. MJF told Caster that he's That uh, was great. I don't know if you saw earned it. his respect. I did. And Caster <laughs> started to grow on him like a fungus. Yeah. Um yes, that whole thing. And again, it might sound like I'm like super pro MJF, but find me something that he's done in the last, I don't know, three, four, five years that has been bad. I don't know. He's just, he's on top of his game in every, every facet you could possibly be on top. He's yeah. doing it all. And I think this acclaim shit is, is hilarious. Um, and I think it works. Um, the acclaim men and Billy Gunn defeat Dalton Castle and the boys uh, for the trios championship. Mark Briscoe, Dustin Rhodes, and Keith Lee. Dustin Rhodes, good to see him back. Mm -hmm. uh, defeats Kip Sabian and the Work Horsemen. Who the fuck are the Work? Oh, I remember them. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Willow Nightingale uh, defeats Emmy Sakura. Uh, LFI, not to be confused with LFO. Um, and FTR defeats Ricky Starks. Big Bill, baby. Count and um, Con, Count and Toa Leona. After the match, House of Black came out to attack FTR. LFI already walked out on FTR, so Claudio. And Wheeler Huda came to their aid, House of Black. I love that you said his House name. House of Black like he retreated. Would. I saw that real quick. I thought she was like, House of Black's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> no, there it is. Sorry, there's a hard R here on the show. Uh, there is some news. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that you went over the collision results because nobody else watched it. That's an, it's, it is Dude, what it's, it is at this point, man. I mean, you like, know what, though? It's rough on a Saturday. I you, told, had the, listen, you had the premium I, live event I know. and yeah, college I mean, football. Yeah, of course. And it's going to be tough. And But now, you know, going forward in uh, starting, I, I guess, in uh, December, monthly pay-per-views for AEW. Mm -hmm. So they're going to try their very hardest to just compete and just keep drawing new fans. And you just don't do it on a Saturday because you're just setting yourself up for failure. Um, no, they got collision on Saturday. So in any event, 
WWE news. Brogan Finley, Finlay, Fit Finley's son, has signed with the WWE. And Does he come out with the shillelagh? I hope my so. Question. NXT officially will be moving to the CW in 2024. Now, my question is... October. My question is this. Mm-hmm. Is NWA still doing the CW? So did they, the just, video, did they me- just overcut me- it? Remember the video that I sent you where I said... Sometimes I don't watch all the stuff you uh, sent well, me. Well, it was a video it was on Twitter. Okay. I think they were poking a little bit of fun at Tony and AEW, and they had that, that manager Who guy. Who was making fun? Uh, th- so remember when he showed us that picture of that, that manager guy that he said that Drew McIntyre was looking like? Yes. He was up in the top rafters with some chicks, and they made it look like they were snorting coke on a table. Looks like CW backed out after they saw that. So now it seems like they're... It, they weren't really doing coke, ladies and gentlemen. They were... Wait a minute. So CW <laughs> saw that on NWA television. Because how, how, you know, oh, as soon as that video Fuck. got shown out there, it looked like the CW thing went out the window. Why? Why? Why would you... So now <sighs> reports are coming Just... out on Twitter that people are not happy with ownership of NWA right now, Mr. Corgan. Just because of that spot? I guess. I mean, it kind of ruined it for them, you know? It did. If that's what it is. I, I mean, think. Look. I mean, look, what else could it possibly be? You know, like, that's horrible. But guess what? There might be a home for you after all. We'll see. Um, and oh, another, man, oh, man. another big news. Yeah, you were telling me right before we started rolling. So, and I mean, everybody is shocked because they figured, I think her name is Julie. That's the way it's spelled. Um, she's from England. She's English-Italian, actually. Sound like you're from London. She's English-Italian. Uh, that kind of girl. She's a rising, rising star in Japan for stardom. Um, you talk about strong style. She makes Kenny Omega and Mandy Rose's running knee look fake. We here's, shall see. I'm here's excited. my question, because you know the WWE way mm-hmm. is not the full-on strong style way. You of, saw it with Nakamura when they brought him over. He had to clean it up a little bit. Do you think it's going to be... Do you think it's kind of like going to be wasted on them signing her just to keep her from signing with now, AEW? Now, keep this in mind. The merger happened. There could be a whole nother brand or breed of things that are down the pipeline that we don't know about. Because she does work stiff. And maybe there's going to be a place for that. You know, I remember WWE had that failed uh, fight club or whatever that fuck <laughs> oh, that was. God. That was horrible. Um, speaking of that, what happened to... Uh... Omas? Yeah, what was Where's he been? I don't know. Maybe they're repackaging him. <laughs> How do you repackage him? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to fucking... He's a tree now. That's yeah. it. He's a fucking tree. Like, what? what well, we with all the people know. that are saying that Nia Jax is stiff, I think that would be a great first match for her. Uh-huh. Mm. My boy Matt sent me a video the other day, yesterday, and it was, you'll remember this, is when um, Braun Strowman got stiff with Brock. <laughs> and Brock was like, "Well, that was cute." Boink! And he just like sparked him. I'm like, "Oh my god!" And my buddy was like, "Did you ever see this?" I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "That's why you don't fuck around with Brock." <laughs> like, yeah, could you fuck around that? and find out? Could you, <laughs> exactly could you imagine happened. those two in an actual? Oh, there's pain shoot? there, by the way. Hey, pain. Hey, bud. <laughs> could you imagine those two in an actual shoot? Who? Brock and Braun? Yeah. Brock would kill him. I like Braun, but Brock would just yeah. But I mean, just him. just think about that. Oh, it would be a freaking uh, just Godzilla a versus King Kong. Right, <laughs> it's the biggest thing you've ever seen. Who's um, breaking that up in that locker room? Adam Pierce, obviously, um, <laughs> and the Hurricane, and and uh, Jamie Noble, and guys like that. The the, the Stooges are back there. That's um, they look at Vince and go. I don't think so, brother. <laughs> yeah, right. Not me, not today. Um, anyway, 
Before we get out of here, there is a new segment that I told Tommy to do some research on, and we're going to be calling it the Fight Factory This Week in Wrestling. Now, I know. What? Imagine that. No other show in the history of shows have ever done anything like this. I know. I'm just a historian. So is he. So is Payne. Well, so Payne they've done a this day in wrestling. I'm going to take the week, and I'm going to be doing this throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so it's as we record this, it's November 8th. So you did the 6th to the what? The 6th to the, the 12th. What? The what? 6th to the 12th. Okay. So six days in pro wrestling history. He brought out one per day. Hit me with the first one, and I'll say yay or nay if I remember it. If I do, I'll talk about it. All right. So November 6, 1994, the pay-per-view When Worlds Collide aired when AAA, WCW, and Puerto Rico's IWC worked together having the famous match between El Hijo de Santo, Octagon, against Los Gring Gringos Locos, Eddie Guerrero, and Art Barr. Don't remember it. You probably wouldn't. It was 94. They didn't have the hot box then. I was nine. <laughs> so, no, they, I don't They didn't have the one. hot box then. Hit me with the next one. November 7th, 1994. This one you're going to remember. The whole God. world remembers this one. Vince McMahon announces that Ra Macho Man Randy Savage is no longer with WWE on Monday Night Raw. This is... So, my biggest thing with Macho Man is, and I don't remember why it happened like why the move to commentary actually happened was he hurt at all for whatever reason i just don't think that vince thought that he had enough left in the tank so he brought him on commentary he was the color commentator for monday night raw all of a sudden he's gone and then a second chance of life by eric bischoff and wcw all of a sudden he's wrestling again so i feel like yeah vince was definitely you know putting the, the goozle on him you know what i mean like he you couldn't... also think though i mean if it wasn't for the nwo i think vince would have been right Maybe, but the NWO was recruiting everybody at this point. Yeah, but he was an early one. He was an early one. He was an early and one. And those shirts were so badass. Remember the Madness shirts that he had created with the black and white? Um, that's, then, so that then, one I did Elizabeth remember. Elizabeth coming out in the NWO sequin dress? Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, hit me with the next one. All right. November 8th, 1975. Won't remember this one. No. <laughs> Vern Gagne's 2,625 title reign was ended by Nick Bockwinkle, for the AWA championship. Can't say I remember it, but Ken, I do know the names. <laughs> so at least well, of course I, you do. In that regard, I know the names at least, but that's all I know about so, that. So when Nick Bockle had beaten him, or Bockle, <laughs> Nick Bockle had beaten him, he held the belt for another four years. So in 12 years, AWA only had two champions. Interesting. It's like the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff. <laughs> it's like only, <laughs> for the last 15, it's just been McCarthy and fucking Jason Garrett. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, poor Giants fans. Yeah. Um, this one you're going to remember well. Nah, all right, go ahead. In November 9th, 1997, the Montreal Screwjob oh, Survivor Series. So, all right, so I remember I was at my boy Billy's house, and I'm a, I'm a Shawn Michaels mark, as, as some would say. Uh, he's my favorite of all time. I remember going into this match, and I said, man, oh, man, there's no possible way Shawn can walk out of Canada with the championship. There's just no way it won't ever happen. They'll never do it. He won't get out of there alive. And he almost didn't get out of there a lot. No. That was, I remember when <laughs> Earl Hebner, I remember, I can just mimic the entire thing. And I'm like, what? And then he was gone. And then, whoop, right out the ring. And then all of a sudden, like, fucking Brett spits on Vince. And I'm like, why would he spit on, what is Vince doing here? You know, like, what the, what is happening, right? And I'm just like, dude, this is great. I saw Sean, I, I remember knowing it was something was wrong when Sean got the belt, walked away, went down the aisle, and did this. 
and left. Like a quick shit, I have to show everybody that I'm excited that I won the belt, but I don't know why I just won the belt. Right, mm -hmm. and the whole time, for a long time, people thought Sean was not involved. But I mean, come on! Like everybody <coughs> and their mothers knew that Til Sean the, had the day something he going. Died, Scott Hall claims that it was all a work, that Brett was in on it. Can't Vince was in out of here. When Scott, but why? Why, why would that be? A because thing? Scott said Vince McMahon is in control of everything during that taping. Why would he allow? Video being shown of Bret Hart hawking a loogie on his face because they didn't expect it. I, dude, I, I don't know. Like Scott was half the time. That's why I always say this about Bret Hart is that like every time I've ever any memory that I have of Bret Hart are, are yes some of the great matches that he's had, but most of it is him throwing bitch fits, right? Yeah. And he's like shoving Vince down to the canvas, and then he's doing the cage match, and then he fucking grabs Vince at commentary, saying this is. Yeah, and then this. So then, to your point, maybe a little bit of gamesmanship. Yeah, that's what was. That's listen. It's always been. I guess it's not out of the realm of possibilities. But anyway, hit me with the next one. That was probably the best one of all time. But go ahead. November tenth, two thousand eleven. WWE unveils their logo for the new WWE Network, which finally aired three years later, two thousand fourteen. WWE Network got me through a lot because I tore my ACL. Right as it was about to launch. That's what got me back into wrestling. So all I had years to like ago. sit around and do nothing. But thank God for the WWE. I remember it was the first Monday night. So this might be coming up then too. No, it won't be because it, it was 2014. It was a Monday night after I tore my ACL. I thought like, all right, the world sucks. Everything blows. Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. WrestleMania happens. I'm watching it. Great. That was the Monday night, and I'm I'm laying on the couch because I'm I'm like like I can't can't move much. And the warrior died, like, and I we everybody got noted, like, they got word about that, and I was like, like I'm complaining about my ACL, like somebody just had a stroke and died, um, crazy times, but yeah, WWE Network, greatest thing that ever yeah, happened. That, to that all got me fans. back into wrestling because I remember when it, it came out, I was debate. I'm like, do I want to get it? Do I want to get it? And I was, you know, debating for a while, and then they had the the free month. Mm. All I did was watch the Legends House. That oh, was great. That's what got oh, me to get the network. My yeah. boy Hacksaw. That's what got me to get the network. And not on top, didn't didn't Pat Patterson like come out mm -hmm. on that show? Like told everybody, hey guys, by the way, I've been battling with this my entire Pat life. Pat Patterson came out with that, and then Jimmy Hart came out with because uh, nobody knew that his daughter died. Right, right. Wow. So that was that's that what was got a great me to get, show. Yeah, man. it was a it was a cool show. Roddy Piper was in it, I believe. It showed how nutty Roddy Piper really was. <laughs> Roddy Piper is. You want to talk about goats on the mic? You know he's one of them. He's one if of my not, favorites, if not the one of the best. Can you um, one more time on the date of the screw job? November 9th. Perfect. So this will air tomorrow. Perfect. Because I'm gonna put that bitch on the old interwebs. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. So November 11th, 2007. Happy Veterans Day. Sorry. <laughs> Booker T makes his TNA debut on debut on their Genesis pay per view, teaming up with Sting against Kurt Angle and Kevin Nash. Um, I will say, <laughs> back in prime TNA, it was a loaded roster. They, they were all a, part of the main event mafia after it, that. It was just a cool time to be a TNA fan because that was the only thing that you can get if you were like if you were falling out of favor with WWE. That's the only thing that was in town was your independence and your TNA. 
Um, I remember TNA ran the Rawway Rec Center like the day after we ran, and really? then like yeah, and then uh, Ring of Honor I think was the following weekend or something. So Ring of Honor was still prominent, but um, yeah, man, TNA back then was just it was just cool. I mean, you had so many guys get developed there, but then so many legends went over there. TNA getting their name back, coming up soon. Is, is a really cool move for them because it's going to bring back a lot of nostalgia, and I think that's going to be a, a, I hope so. a, a win for TNA. Well, to, to round it out, for November 12th, 2001... God, don't tell me. Edge defeats Kurt Angle to become the final WCW United States champion until the title was reestablished in 2003. I just said don't tell me. Um, wait. This happened in what year? 2001. Okay, I was going to say, I thought you said 2011. I'm like, so they went back eight years? Um, I don't remember this specific match. It was on Raw. But it's kind of crazy. I think it would have been cooler. And I'm not saying that they can ever do it. Because they wouldn't. And Vince is an egomaniac. He would never do it. But when they bought WCW, I kind of wish they kept their championships as like defendable championships, like the WCW Cruiserweight mm-hmm. Championship or even the United States Championship. That was WCW's belt. Now you can't just be like, oh, it's now the WWE United States Championship. I'm like, ugh, I don't like that. Same thing with like the pay-per-view names when they're doing like Bash at the Beach and Halloween Havoc and all this other shit. I'm like, come on, man. It was like, those are WCW things. The nostalgic people like us will be like, can you not? You know what I mean? Like, just get pissed off about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Now they reserve those for the NXT, which is, I mean, cool. which is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely, because it's, it's uh, paying homage to the past. Yeah. And of course, you know, the, the up and coming stars of NXT. So it's good. That was a good one. I, I, I'm going to believe that next week and the weeks as we get longer into. December, January, we're going to start moving into like rumble season. And I know there's going to be a lot of cool memories to go down that uh, historic road in professional wrestling. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of no pain. Uh, but shout <laughs> no out to pain. pain, no pain, no pain, no pain. We took uh, a painkiller today. We, yeah, we did take a painkiller today. Goodbye, Chris Payne. Uh, anyway, <laughs> for Dave Starchio. And if, what'd you do now? What, what did you? What'd you? Hit? Uh, the old, the old <laughs> rim shot. Um, that's Tommy D. Unfortunately, and uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on the Chop Sports Fight Factory on Premiere.